Good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So, I don't know who this is for this morning, but I am feeling this this morning. So, somebody, and I don't know who, somebody has been struggling for a long time with authenticity. Somebody is one person at work. They're another person at home. They're another person when they're around their friends. But when they get alone with themselves, they're miserable. And they're miserable because they lack in the authenticity of being the very person that God has created them to be. And a lot of times we, we do that. And when we do that, we are distracting ourselves from the very thing that God has, has placed within us to do. See, when we lack in authenticity and being our, our genuine self, We're not serving the world. We were created uniquely to be the very being that you are. And you have to drop the mask. You have to take the mask off. You have to allow the world to see your true authentic self. Because when you allow the world to see who you truly are, the blessings are going to begin to flow. You're going to begin to see doors opening because what happened is we've created these masks for protection. We've created these masks because of the past pain or trauma or the labels that we've been given in society, right? We create these. We have a totally different mask for social media. We have a totally different mask in front of our families. We have a totally different mask in front of the people at work. We, we live these different lives because we're afraid to show the world who we truly are. And I think you're doing yourself a disservice when you're doing that. And I'll be the first to tell you that I have done that because I was so scared of, of the fear of judgment. You know, I was afraid to do this. I still have anxiety if I want to do a regular Facebook Live and not just a podcast. I still get anxiety. And I don't even know why because I do this almost every day. But I still get that anxiety. But I learned that I cannot serve in my anointing or in in my purpose if I'm not being the true person, the true authentic person that God had created me to be. And I don't know who's doing this, but somebody does this and they've taken on a battle that they were not meant to fight. You've taken on the role, right? of so many different people, people, meaning all of your mask, all of your labels, 
you've allowed those to conform you into who you feel like everybody else wants you to be. And it's created a battle. Not just a battle for you within your life, but a battle from the inside. Because you're screaming from the inside to to be your true authentic self. But you're scared to open that door because you've taken on a battle that you weren't meant to fight. See, when we don't show the world who we truly are, the very unique, special, talented person that we are, we're doing ourselves and the world a dishonor. And the battle that you've taken on is a battle that you weren't meant to fight. It's a battle that God is fighting for you, but you have taken it on. And and in this battle, you're asking God, you know, why is it taking so long? Why can I not get through this or get over this or or why, you know, am I still struggling? Why do I feel so worthless? Why do I feel so insecure? Why do I feel like, you know, my life is going nowhere? And that's because you're trying to do everything in your own strength. And when you try to do everything in your own strength, and play four different people, five different people, six different people, however many masks that you have that you you operate on in a daily or in in a daily basis. It gets tiring and you get wore out. But sometimes those masks come from the past, right? Sometimes they come from the past. And I, I was actually looking at First uh, Timothy, and it was one and five. But then I, I kind of went back up and I was reading a little bit, and I found that the verse before that kind of explains what I'm talking about. Because it says, Tell those people not to give their time to stories that are not true and to long list of names and family histories. How many of us. This is I think this is so true in today's time because you know because of our past, because of our family history, because of you know the vicious cycles of our fa- within our family and in the lives and in generations, right? Past generations. We hold on to those. Right? So, you know, let's just say you know, you saw your mom always wear these different masks in her life, right? Well, that's what you saw, so that's what you're going to do. Or maybe you saw your dad wear a different mask, and so that's how you grew up, and that's how you learned, right? So what you've done is you've taken on all of their mask. You've taken on all of their... um, all of their insecurities. You've taken on all of their um, self-worth problems. You've taken on so many things from the past, right? And it says, tell those people not to give their time to their stories. And what I feel like that means is it's, it's, it's time to create your own story. 
It's time to stop living in someone else's story because you're not able to be the authentic and genuine person that God has created you to be because you're living in someone else's story. You are conforming and allowing things and people to determine who you are going to be each day. And then below that, it says the goal of this command is for people to have love, um, to me, to have, um, to this command is for people to have love, to have this love. People must have a pure heart. They must do what is, what they know is right. And they must have true faith. So my question is how, if you're wearing all of these different masks, how is your heart pure? And in the purest of hearts comes the authenticity and the genuineness that, that, that God has given you to be and to serve the world. But if we, like, just like it says, but if we allow the stories and the history of our families and the history, basically, let's just say this, our past, right? To continue to dictate our lives, even after so many years, we can't step into our true, authentic self. We can't be genuine. We can't have a pure heart. You can't have a pure heart and wear a different mask every day and be a different person for every situation that you're in. And so the goal here is to have love, love for yourself, right? And love for the whole uniqueness and, and, you know, whatever God has blessed you in, right? Whether it's, whether you're funny, right? Some of us have, or maybe you have dry personality and you're funny, whatever it is, right? Maybe you're outspoken. Maybe, you know, you are meant to serve in a, in a bigger way. But whatever that is, we have to learn to love oneself, have a pure heart, be authentic, and have the true faith to know that when we walk into that authentic authenticity, when we walk into that, it may feel like a battle. It may feel like a judgment. It may feel like it's pain or hurt or whatever that is. It may look like that. But that's the very battle that God is saying, I'm trying to fight this for you, but you won't give it to me. You want to continue to fight this battle by wearing different masks every day. You want to continue to fight this battle by looking like you are living your best life on social media when in fact you're crying yourself to sleep every night. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody is struggling with this. Somebody has been living years and years and years of their life with a mask on every day. Because they're scared to show the world who they truly are. Because they saw that from past generations. Or you've been hurt and you're afraid. 
you're afraid of judgment. You're afraid that somebody is going to talk bad on you because you are who you were created to be. But that's not your battle to fight. Because God put you here for a time such as this to serve to be who you who are he who he created you to be because everything in your life he already knew it he already knew it was going to happen so if he promises us that we can live in abundance right he promises us that he will he will bless us if we you know if we ask we shall receive right so if he created our lives before we were even born and he knew every step of it. Why would we not trust him in the process, right? Why would we not trust that? Okay. I know Lord, you know what my life was going to look like before I was even born. I know that I have been through so much pain, so much hurt, Maybe you've been through depression. Maybe you've been through anxiety. Maybe you've been through all of these things. But God is saying, I knew this before you were born. But in my word, I promise you abundance. I promise you that it is your birthright that you can have that abundance. I'm going to provide that to you. So why do we walk around afraid to be who God has created us to be? Why do we feel like we have to hide behind past generations or behind masks? We're one person at home, one person at work, another person on social media. Why? Why do we have to be afraid to be who we were created to be? And I don't know who who needs to hear this today, but I'm, I'm telling you. It's time to take the mask off. It's time to start. It's time to start fi- stop fighting a battle that you are not created to fight. It's time to start being your true authentic self. It's time to take the mask off. It's time to get out of the pity party because I too have had pity parties, many of them before. It's time to get out of the pity party. It's time to stand up and allow God to fight the battle that he has been trying to fight the entire time. It's time to stop being fearful of who God has created you to be. It's time to walk into that genuine person that he created you to be. And I lived with a mask for a lot of years. I lived with it and it was tiring. It was tiring. It was painful. It was so many things, but for some reason, God said to me, that's not your battle. It's time to show the world who you really are and not to be ashamed of it. And here I am. Right? Here I am. God, 
I'm, I'm standing here and I'm ready for you to take this battle on. I'm tired of riding the fence. I'm tired of wearing the mask. I'm tired of, you know, feeling sorry for myself every single day. I'm tired of living with the vicious cycle of past generations. I'm tired. And I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to I want to show the world who I truly am. And I want to walk in all of the uniqueness and, and all of the talents that you have put me here for. I don't know about you, but I got big dreams and I've got big goals. And it's terrifying sometimes because I feel like I'm not qualified in this area. I'm not qualified in this area. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. And that's okay. Because God will put people in your life to help you get to where you need to go. But you have to step out, right? You've got to step out and be vulnerable and be authentic and be who God has created you to be because he is going to bring those comforters. He's going to bring those people that will help you get to the next level. But you have to be open to that. Right? And the only way to be open is to be vulnerable and authentic and who God has created you to be. And here is another one that I was actually looking at. So this is Matthew 24 and verse 13. It says, But the person that continues strong till the end will be saved. Who continues strong until the end. So God is not saying to you, the person who has to battle till the end will be saved. He's basically saying, you just have to endure it. I'm going to get you to where you need to be, but you've got to endure in the wilderness, right? We've, I talk about this every day, the wilderness, right? So when you're on your way to Canaan, Okay, and you're in the wilderness, you're in the season of pain, you're in the season of hurt, you're in the season of questioning yourself, you're in the season of, of you know, of, of hurting and, and, and not understanding and questioning your entire being and your entire existence, right? He's not saying that you have to fight that on your own. What he is saying is just to endure, right? Because those who endure will be saved. So while you're in the wilderness, right? You're in the pain, you're in the hurt, you're in, you know, uh, being unemployed or almost, you know, you could be going through an eviction, you could be going through a job loss, you could be going through anything, right? Whatever it is, a grieving process, whatever it is, right? You're in the middle, you're in the wilderness. God has not left you. Right? But he's saying in, those, in that season, be open to me because I'm going to provide, I'm going to give provision, I am going to give you manna, right? I'm going to give you the manna, I'm going to give you those, those blessings and that provision while you're in the wilderness, right? But you've got to take the mask off. You've got to be your genuine self. You've got to be open to what I'm trying to do in your life at this very moment in this season. And he's saying you don't have to fight the battle. You just have to endure it. 
You, you just have to endure it. So all I'm telling you today is this. Step out on faith and believe that the world needs to see the person that God created you to be. Right? Because we're asking for a breakthrough. We're asking for God to get us out of the wilderness. We're asking God to bless us in this season. But we have to trust him. Right? We have to get past the fear. We have to get past the insecurities. Right? We have to stop living in the past. Because what happened to you then doesn't mean it's going to happen to you now. But sometimes we create the issues ourselves. Right? Because we're so stuck back there that if something happens that has anything remotely similar to what happened back there, we take it on as the same thing. God is saying it's time to let go of it. It's time to trust me. It's time to be your true, authentic self. It's time to get past the fear because on the other side of that fear is your breakthrough. On the other side of that wilderness is Canaan. On the other side of this season is a season of blessings or a season of growth or, you know, a season that you have no idea what God has in store for you, but know that it's amazing. So all I'm telling you today is just be who God has created you to be. Take the mask off and commit to yourself and to God because Nobody else has to live in your head every day. Nobody has to live within your body. You have to live with you. And that means you have to be true to yourself. You have to have a pure heart. And you cannot be true to yourself. You cannot be true to anyone else unless you begin to be true to yourself. So I don't know who that was for today, but I do... Hope and pray that I added value to your life. If I did, please go ahead and share this on your social media. If you're listening to it on the podcast, go ahead and screenshot it, share it to your social media. And um, I do thank you guys so much for hanging out with me this morning. And I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hello, hello, hello. And thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. And I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So today I want to talk about breaking the flow. And it really rings true to me because yesterday I got to have a conversation with a really sweet lady that, you know, um, it's kind of in the, in the same realm of coaching and, you know, Uh, spiritual coaching and those kind of things that I'm trying to get into. And she was speaking, you know, into me because, you know, my mind was, I want to be a recovery coach. I want to be a coach for women who have been through domestic violence or who have been incarcerated, right? But my thing was, because I related it to myself, when people come out of those situations, they don't have the resources or the finances, right, to 
um, to be able to afford things like that. So I said, well, maybe that can be a ministry and then I can do coaching and, you know, for just life coaching. And she said, that would be amazing. She said, but here's the thing you have to think about. People come from all walks of life who are, who are in addiction. And when some people see that their family member is struggling, they're going to come up with the resources to get them what they need, right? So I had to change my mindset because that is so true, right? And I had to change my mindset, right? I had to break the flow. And so I don't know who needs to hear this today, but but it's it's time to break the flow, right? Because sometimes we allow our parents or our grandparents and their their thought processes and their um, actions to affect us in our lives, right? But the calling that we have is not the calling that they had, right? So we can't we can't base what our life and our calling and our anointing is it is based on theirs, right? And I can remember that I had some really strong praying grandparents. And I truly feel that that's probably why I'm here today, right? But they didn't have the anointing on their lives to minister and be pastors and all of that, right? My grandmother was was very simple. She served in a simple, very simple way, right? She served at the hospitals. She served at the nursing homes. She served as a secretary in the church, right? So I grew up and I'm seeing that that there's, you know, there's service and different areas of service, and my grandfather, he just simply attended church, right? He just simply sat in his in his den and he read the Bible and he prayed, right? And and he was they were simple. Their callings were simple. And I feel like their calling was to pray over me every single day. And you have to break the flow because I feel like I feel like that that anointing and that service that they didn't do, but they prayed and it fell upon me, right? And I think it's very relatable to Elijah and Elisha in, in 2 Kings because sometimes we ask, for a double portion, right? We say, Lord, you know, I've been through the struggle, right? I grew up in the struggle. I've been in poverty. I've been through the addiction. I've been through all of this. But God, but God, I need a double portion. I don't want to be like my mom and dad. I don't want to be like um, my aunt. I don't want to be like my grand. I don't want to be like them. God, I need a double portion of your spirit upon me. But where we fall short is we, we don't believe that we can be any more than what we are or any more of what our parents were or our grandparents. And today, somebody needs to hear that it's time to break the flow. It's, tr- it's time 
to break through that fear. It's time to take off the labels of your parents and the thought processes and the callings that they, that they spoke over your life may be true. But God is calling you to break the flow. He's calling you because your anointing, your story, your life is meant for more. And I see here in, in 2 Kings 2, right? And, here, and here's what I find so relatable, okay? There were 50 men from the group of prophets that followed them. Elisha and Elisha stopped at the Jordan River. The 50 men stood far away from Elijah and Elisha. How many times in your life do you feel like you're trying to break the flow? You're trying to break the cycle. You're trying to break the generational curses, right? But you've got people that are staring at you. You've got people that are talking about you that are because because you're in the middle, right? The the your your blessing, you haven't quite crossed the Jordan River, right? You haven't quite, you know, parted the Jordan to to get across. But you've got those people. You've got the naysayers. You got the people that are talking about you. You've got the haters. You got the people, the people standing behind you saying you're never going to make it across there. You're never going to get that double portion. And then it goes on to say that the 50 men stood far away from, from Elijah and Elisha. Elijah took off his coat, folded it, and hit the water with it. The water separated to the right and to the left, and Elijah and Elisha crossed the Jordan, or on the Jordan River on the dry ground. Listen to me. I don't care how many people you have on the sidelines that are trying to talk you out of your anointing, trying to talk you out of crossing the Jordan River because you have the power to do that. They're trying to talk you out of starting that business because nobody else has done that before. They are trying to talk you out of, you know, starting a ministry because that's not known to them. But the anointing that has fell upon your life is much greater than those who have came before you. And it says, after they crossed the river, Elijah said to Elisha, what do you want me to do for you before God takes me away from you? And he said, I ask you for a double share of your spirit on me. A double share. I'm telling y'all, my grandparents were praying people. And I got a double share of their spirit. They served so simply, but yet so powerfully. And they prayed much. I'm talking probably a lot for me. But because two stood in agreement, the double portion of the Spirit fell upon me. 
And Eliza says, you have to, you have asked a hard thing. If you see me, I am taken. When I am taken from you, then that will happen. But if you don't see me when I am taken from you, then it won't happen. And I think that that comes in a, in a part of believing, right? You know, sometimes we have, to be, we have to see something to believe it, right? Sometimes we feel like, you know, we are at a disadvantage, but God is calling you for much more. But yet, you're allowing those 50 people that are behind you to keep you from crossing the Jordan River. Right? And it goes on to say that um, that later on, he, uh, Alicia, um, actually stripped off of his clothes. Okay? He stripped off his clothes and he put on Elijah's jacket. Right? He put it on. And I'm telling you today, it's time to take off all of those clothes from the past. And it's time for you to put on the cloak. It's time for you to put on the armor. It's time for you to break the generational curses. It's time for you to break the flow, right? Just like, just like Elijah and Alicia, they both rolled up the thing. They rolled up the cloak. They hit the ground and they separated the Jordan River. And that's what it's time. It's time for you to do the same thing. It's time for you to take off the old, the old labels, the old limiting beliefs, the, the old shame, the old guilt. It's time for you to take all of that off, strip all of that away from you because you have a double portion of the spirit that other people don't have, that somebody else behind you didn't have, but you have it. You have, an, you have a powerful anointing and calling on your life. But in order for you to serve in a mighty way, you have to be willing to break the flow. And here's, here's a good example. And, and I, I get discouraged sometimes in this, right? Because, because I'm, I'm in the middle, right? Right? I'm trying to break the flow, right? I'm, I'm getting the, the, the double portion of the spirit, right? I'm getting all of this and I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying, but I'm in this place where I haven't quite yet broken the flow, but I'm in that place where, nope, I feel like my family doesn't support me sometimes, right? And I feel like I don't have any any friends to rely on. And I, I feel like I'm in a, in a weird place because people don't understand me. People only see that girl from the past. They don't see the double portion of the spirit. They don't see the calling. They don't see all the praying that I do. They don't see the meditation that I do. They don't see the journaling that I do. They don't see the writing that I do or the, cre- or, or the creativeness that I'm trying to do, right? They don't see all of that. All they see is a person in the flesh. So you're in the middle. 
You're in a place where you know that, that God has something greater for you on the other side of the Jordan River. But we have to be willing to break the flow to get to the other side. Are you willing to strip off the old? And that means getting rid of the fear, getting rid of the judgment, letting go of the naysayers that are telling you that you can't do it. To step into what God has called you to do. And that could be anything. Right? Some people are called to be, to, to be an amazing mom. Some people are called to, um, to be teachers and preachers and, and, you know, ministers or volunteers or mentors or whatever it is, supervisors, you know, it doesn't matter what you've been called to do, whether you feel it's simple or insignificant, it is greater than you think. Because you've received that double portion of the spirit. But God said, are you willing to take off the old, to put on the new, and separate the Jordan River to get onto the other side? Meaning, are you willing to to let go of the fears? Are you willing to stop listening to those people that tell you that you can't do it or that you won't do it, right? Are you faithful and believe and have faith to know that that God is, is giving you what you're asking for. He's, he's giving you the double portion. You know, you had people in the past that were praying for you years and years ago. And you maybe didn't even know them. Maybe you never met them before. But somebody was praying for you. And you've got that double portion of that spirit. But you got to take off the old. You got you to gotta get rid of the old. Right? You've got to put on that, that cloak or that spe- of, that, of that double portion of that spirit. You've got to put it on. Because that is your armor. That is your, that is your weapon. Right, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. If I could sing, I'd sing y'all the song, but y'all really don't want to go there. Because um, I'm not really a good singer. But it's time. Because God is calling you to so much greater than what you see right now. When that lady was speaking to me yesterday, I was like, oh my gosh. And even last night when I was on a a group with some uh, ladies and we were talking about stuff like branding and we were talking about different stuff, right? It was like I could feel the flow. And what I mean by that is I felt like I was, it was a natural thing. Like I'm supposed to be there. Like it was everything, ideas and things like that were just flowing through me. And when you get into the right place, right, you're going to see that God is going to flow through you, right? But in order for, for you to break the flow, right, because we see here that Elijah and Alicia, they cross the Jordan once already, right? And then Elijah was taken, right? He was taken up to heaven. And then we see that Elisha came back across the Jordan River. So are you ready? Because into me, here's, here's what, here's what I see here. Okay. Here's what I see. You have to, you're breaking the flow, right? 
You're going to cross the Jordan River. God says, I'm going to give you a double portion, right? And, and I need you to take off the old, right? But he had to cross. He had to cross with Elijah first, right? So you're going to have to cross that, that Jordan River first, right? And you're going to have to get to the other side right? You're going to have to break free of the fear and what people are saying and all of that, right? Because you've got the 50 people standing behind you that are just watching you. But you cross the Jordan River. You, you receive the double portion of the Spirit, right? You receive the blessing. You receive the anointing. You receive the ministry. You receive the the you know the greater position. You, you receive the business, whatever it is. but then you got to cross back over, right? Because God gave you an anointing on your life to break the cycle. And that means it's time to go back and help others break the cycle too. That's your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, right? Maybe even your parents. Maybe there's a, a flow that needs to be broken there. But they need to see you first because you're the healing. You're the, you're the anointed one in the family that is, is called to break the cycle and break the flow and break the generational curses. But then God's going to call us to something harder because he's going to call us back across the Jordan River because we have work to do. Because you don't get a double portion of the Spirit just for you. You get a double portion of the Spirit because there's people behind you that need you. So today... Here's the thing I want to tell you. You have people depending on you. You have people watching you. You have people that are encouraged by what you do and how you act and who you are. So you have to get rid of the old. You've got to put on the armor. You've got to put on the cloak. You've got to break the flow of the past. Because somebody or somebody's is depending on you. They're depending on your anointing. They're depending on your calling. And they're depending on your ministry because that's going to change who they are. Because God has called you to be a flow breaker. So I don't know who needs to hear this today, but God is calling you to break the flow because there are people that are depending on you. They're depending on your legacy. They're depending on your, on your spirit. They're depending on the words that you give. They're depending on your, um, on your example right? They're depending on you to cross and then come back for them. So today, I just want to say 
It's time to let go of the old. It's time to put on the double portion of the spirit that God has given you and has anointed you and has has sent you here to to do, right? The calling, the anointing, the the purpose, whatever you want to call it. It is time to take off that old, put on that double portion of that spirit, and then come back for the ones that are depending on you. So I hope that I added value today. I don't know who needed to hear this. I know I needed to hear this, but if you, if I added value, please go ahead and share this to your social medias. Please go ahead and tag some people in the comments if you feel that they need to hear this today. And, you know, I just thank you so much for hanging out with me. And uh, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. And I will see you again soon. Bye-bye.